This is Jamie Little from NASCAR on Fox, and you're on the road with Jane on WGN. 720 WGN on the road with Dane Hyattop, Chicago, in the Skyline studio and on the line with us. Now we've got someone who's born in California, went to college in San Diego, a long time living in Vegas, and now a card-carrying and cold member of the Midwest from uh, one of our favorite family road trip destinations, Indiana. It's uh, FS1 and NASCAR on Fox's very own Jamie Little. Welcome to WGN. Thank you so much. It's been a while. Good to talk to you again. Yeah, well, the last time I, I, I think that maybe the last time we talked certainly in person was Daytona. Looking forward to that as uh, you're kind of like, a, they always say like a, like a golf outing, right? As soon as it's over, they get back to working on it again. And I'm sure the team is, yeah. is, is deep into all that will be a great uh, Daytona 500 coming up in February for the team. So, and you're going to be a big part of that and excited about it. But one of the things, and we'll get to all the stuff coming up and your thoughts on uh, Championship Week. Weekend, who's going to come away with the Monster Energy Cup Series Championship? We'll get into that, but I wanted to, to mention a lot of the listeners may not know that you're one of the top canine correspondents in the business, calling some of the biggest events in in dog sports like the Westminster, a great advocate for dogs, and now you're taking it to another level with uh, your new show on Annie America's Top Dog. Megan had mentioned this, so I'm not sure if we're, I want to say let the cat out of the bag, but talk a little bit about it. This is a cool <laughs> new show coming up. It really is. I appreciate you mentioning that. Yeah, it's such a great opportunity. You know, when you're a motorsports reporter, there's just so much racing and it consumes your life. You don't have time to really look at anything outside of motorsports and racing. So, you know, with Fox, it's great because I work every weekend for the first half of the year. Then the second half of the year, my schedule opens up a little bit. So this opportunity came about um, with Annie and the show called America's Top Dog, as you mentioned. There's a lot of fans out there of live PD. It's like one of the most amazing, crazy shows. It's on A&E on Friday and Saturday nights. And it's literally police departments. They're just riding along with cameras and they're showing you what's going on in real time. So that's been a big show. Well, the producers thought, you know what? Looking at our shows, some of the, the most highly rated shows involve the canines that are actually out there in pursuit and working with their fellow officers. So they thought, let's come up with a show about the canine. So what they did, they created basically an American Ninja Warrior style course. So it's everything that these dogs go through in the line of work, you know, whether it's crawling through duct work or it's taking down the bad guy or it's going through water, jumping walls. So they have all of these obstacles built in and they invited police officers with their fellow canine companions to compete against each other for America's Top Dog. And it's an 11 series um, show. And um, we are so excited about it. We actually shot it in the middle of the summertime out in L.A. So it will uh, begin airing, I believe, the beginning of January on A&E. So it's really fun, totally family-friendly. And you're going to see this bond between canine and handler like you've never seen it before. Yeah. Well, okay. So y- you see them out in the in the world. You know, the you see the whether it's police cars that says canine on it, or you see them walking around sometimes. In fact, for Veterans Day, you know, I know it's not necessarily the police situation, but we had some of those dogs kind of in studio and they were around. And you want to you want to go ahead and pet them, but what you realize is that they are kind of finely tuned machines, athletes, if you will, and super trained. And so was that part of it? Was not only is it popular obviously you got to make entertaining television but really gives i think viewers another insight into just kind of what a what a special animal and and that bond right that they have there absolutely and yes these dogs they are trained just like humans they know how to go into dangerous situations they're helping take down the bad guys keep the streets safe but a lot of these dogs and you'll see in the show 
You can pet them. They're sweet. They have this other side. When they're at home, they're a pet. They're another member of the family, and they interact with other dogs. And the kids, like, there's one dog you'll see on the show, unbelievable. His name's Mattis. And he literally, the little girl, their daughter, I think, is uh, three or four. She has, like, she dresses them up in dresses and tutus and <laughs> has tea parties with them. But this dog has taken down a, countless people, wow. uh, found like over a million dollars in drugs. So you see all these stories. And, you know, with I think with the national spotlight being on canines, you know, in many different ways. But lately for, um, you know, the whole deal that happened that Trump talked about, this dog was, was injured in the line of duty, but taking down one of the top threats to our country. Right. So a lot of people are really interested in these canines, what they do, what their training is like. So this show is going to show you a lot of what that's, what that's all about and what these dogs do for a living and what they're like when they're not working on the clock. It's kind of cool to see that whole other side. You mentioned, too, it's across you know, all the headlines everywhere, just that they're out there working, whether it's on the front line against you know, terrorism and ISIS in the Middle East or in our communities all around the country as well. For the listeners, like, like let us know, you know as a sports broadcaster, and you've done every kind of motorsport out there at the highest level and all that, but you know, there's different things that a, that a network will cover. And they're like, okay, you'd be great for this, whether you have a connection or not. But you really do have Mm -hmm. a connection on the dog side, not only experience, but also this is something you're passionate about. It really is. This is like a dream come true show for me because I am a huge dog advocate. If anybody follows me on social media, you see that I get back to shelters. That's that's my thing is saving animals, saving dogs. And um, I do a thing called Shelter Surprise. So I'll go to nascar communities when we're there for the race weekend and i think i did eight this year and i go to the local shelter and i get everything on their wish list and then i make a donation in the form of a big check to them and um just surprise them i just show up and give them these things and then i highlight some of the dogs that are actually waiting for adoption and it has gone so well i get some fun partners that come on board nutra chomps did this year and um we just get back to the communities and raise awareness for hey just so you guys know, this shelter is right here in you know the Bristol area or Dover area. We've done them all over the place. So that's been really fun. I have four dogs of my own, and I am just enthralled with them. And I love learning about the whole canine community and the training that goes into it. And um, it's just, it's been eye-opening and just literally, like I said, a dream come true. Well, you're in one of the places now with, uh, it, it's great, the work that you've done and wherever you go, like you said, when you travel around the country, of course, NASCAR travels from coast to coast, you're out there supporting things, but it is a family situation and moving into what is a cold, <laughs> we had one of the coldest winters <laughs> last year, and of course, it's getting cold now. Are the dogs, are they transitioning? Are they, are they holding, you know, maybe some resentments against you, Jamie? Well, it depends on uh, which one you talk to. (laughs) I've got an old man who's deaf and blind. I think he's probably 15 or 16. He's a chihuahua. Does not like it. He just starts whimpering as as soon as he touches the snow. We got about three inches of snow at our house this week. So he doesn't like it. But then I've got a big golden retriever with long fur, and she just stands out in it with the kids throwing snowballs. She just gets covered, loves it, chases the ball in the snow. So, yeah, I think they do like it, just like us. I mean, I love the snow. I don't like as cold as it gets here and for how long. But the seasons is just something I haven't had being in Las Vegas for so many years and, of course, being in California, too. So it's really nice. And I'm telling you, the Midwest people, it does not get better. People are so kind here. You always hear that. Who's your hospitality? It's a real thing. It is. It it, it is. It is one of those things that keeps people here. So it's not it's not deserted here in in the wintertime. But you're always there. You mentioned NASCAR and also shining light on some great things, great causes. Uh, And now the light is shining on uh, the potential 
potential championships. We wanted to ask you, although you've got other things that you're doing through this part of the season, I'm sure you're still paying attention. And obviously those great programs on uh, FS1 and Fox, of course, kind of breaking down all the action. So as we get here, it's it's really shaping up to be yet another absolutely 100% exciting finish. Uh, You've got, you know, some of the greatest personalities in, in the sport nowadays and all of them i think can make a great case uh, to win the championship i totally agree i'm so excited for sunday i'm so jealous that I, I don't get to be down there this weekend but it is fun to sit and watch as a fan every once in a while and of course you know this even though i'm not covering it every weekend i definitely pay attention constantly looking and seeing what people are saying and what's going on and actually last weekend i was at a toyota motorsports day and all the drivers were there and it was right before phoenix weekend so I got to sit down the three who are still in contention. You have Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., and Kyle Busch, and did an interview with all three of them at one time. And wow. that doesn't happen so often, where you get them all together and talking about their chances and talking about how Coach deals with having multiple cars in this situation where not only are they trying to make it to Homestead, but once you guys do to have more than one car at all, how does he deal with it and how do you guys deal with it? And they were very forthcoming. I thought it was really fun and and insightful the way that they talk and converse. It's like those three drivers could not be more different. First off, (laughs) the one thing and only thing they really have in common is the love for racing and the desire to win a championship in Homestead. But it was really interesting. You could tell they have a lot of mutual respect. You can tell that their job from coach Gibbs is to finish in victory lane, whoever it may be, just make sure that whatever happens, you guys, one of you ends up in victory lane, however it takes to get there. And you guys need to work together throughout the weekend. If you need to share notes to look at notes, we're going to do that. And that's what the driver said. So I think they're really looking at it now as a benefit to them to have three of them in the championship hunt. That um, I think it was Kyle actually said that a few years back when Carl Edwards was his teammate, he actually relied on him and looked at his notes and um, – knew whether the car was going to be good or bad based on that. And uh, he said, I learned a lesson then. You need to work together. You need to share notes. If we're going to win this thing, one of us, we need to be our best and help each other. Yeah, odds are just the odds are that one of them probably will. You know, you're just looking just the amount of people in there, but you know once that green flag drops, is as much as they'll share notes, you know, in and around, it's it's just such a big thing for each each one of them individually to, to either, you know, further establish their career, to kind of cement maybe a little bit of history, you know, to kind of really cap off, at least for Denny Hamlin, what has been a really amazing season. You just know, and these guys are, knowing their personalities as you do, uh, intimately that these guys are each, you know, fierce competitors. And so when it comes down to it, it's great to be on a team. I think it will make them all better, but they're going to go for it for sure. Absolutely. And they'll also be sure not to uh, do something stupid that takes the other one out. Cause I don't think that would go too well, but they are, they're fiercely competitive. And um, I mean, I can't believe out of four cars going for the championship, three are Joe Gibbs racing Toyotas. That's, pretty amazing in itself but you can't count out kevin harvick and ford and all the resources they have behind him trying to get it done and kevin was a great champion for us of four years ago already i believe five years ago so it would be great to see him do it again but you know i looking at the wins record this year i would say truex has probably been the most consistent from start to finish 
Denny has really come on strong lately. Um, I think just looking at it from a reporter standpoint, I love the story of the underdog going for the person who maybe everybody's not pulling for or isn't the favorite. And I would say Denny Hamlin, yeah. only that he is the, the only guy of the four who's never won the championship. And I think maybe he's due. Yeah, he said underdog there. So there's another canine pun that was kind of built into the thing. I'm sure it was not. <laughs> I'm sure it was not intended. But you mentioned it too, Jamie. And let the listeners know we're talking with NASCAR on Fox's Jamie Little. And uh, to be able to watch it as a spectator, if you don't have somebody that you're really, really tight with and pulling for, it's just a pleasure to look at this thing. It's going to be great entertainment, no matter who wins. And so we'll be excited to see that coming up on uh, on Sunday. I wanted to mention something else too. And of course, we cover a lot of the food stuff here at WG and radio nationally and restaurant radio america and all that kind of stuff and you think of the traditions of let's say indianapolis with the milk right and maybe there should be a food related tradition built into homestead in miami or maybe daytona then i think you could have some pull there that the, the winner should celebrate with cake and not just any kind of cake but maybe a nothing but cake <laughs> right? so how does this happen i know you guys have to do stuff and who doesn't love cake but i told my wife i'm like jamie's got a new cake place it's one of those nothing but cake. she's like i love that place people are excited Yes, that is the reaction we always get. <laughs> you know, that franchise started in Las Vegas about 21 years ago. So when we were moving back to Indy, we knew we couldn't open another Jimmy John's franchise because we have two in Vegas and there's just so many around here in the Midwest. That's where it started with Champaign, Illinois, actually. But we thought, you know, what else could we do? Well, there wasn't a nothing bunk cakes yet when we started looking. And it has been a huge success here. We've been open about a year. You guys have multiple around the Chicago area that do really well. But it's just a happy business. People love it. The um, product itself is so consistent. And um, it brightens people's days. You know, we help people celebrate. So like like you just said, I really like that idea. Climb out of the car, get a, a cake to the face. Like, let's share. Let's drink some beer and eat some cake. I don't, I mean, well, we can work on like the moving parts of the of the presentation of the cake. Maybe not squish it in the face, but for the for the listeners that are you know love cake, who doesn't right? But maybe think of well, what's the difference between a traditional bakery and kind of things that you can do with it because it's perfect for. We gave our producer uh, a bunch of stuff from Nothing But Cake when it was her birthday not too long ago. Ashley here. So describe kind of what makes it kind of special and unique nothing bunk cakes yeah well it's funny people that you know kind of grew up with bunk cakes this is not your traditional bunk cake it is the best cake you've ever had i'm not a huge sweet fan and these cakes are unbelievable and we have 10 flavors at all times and one of those is rotating like seasonal but we decorate them we have deco kits from anything from like this tom turkey guy for thanksgiving we have christmas birthdays Sympathy. I mean, boy, girl, like we have everything. If you go online, you'll see all the cool decor. And that's my favorite part of the job is actually doing the deco kits for the cakes because, you know, it's all about the details and the quality of Nothing But Cakes is is beyond anything that you've seen in bakeries before. So the cake is great. And then all these fun things you can do with it. And you can get a buntlet that goes with a cup, like sits on top and we wrap it up for you and all kinds of little fun things you can give for gifts. And also we have a lot of retail. So it's really fun to get to order all these different little gifts, nice gifts that you can include with cake for um, any kind of occasion. Well, after Sunday, one driver will uh, will be a candidate for a championship-related cake. The other three, of course, will be in line for the sympathy cake. And we'll have links up at, uh, at WG- <laughs> <I like it. laughs> WGNRadio.com. And for the people who want to follow you on social media, of course, I'm sure you'll be watching, as all of us will, on Sunday to see who comes away with the championship. Where can people follow all your adventures? And, of course, tuning in for the 
new show on A&E. Yes, absolutely. Um, at Jamie Little TV on Instagram and Twitter. I'm pretty active on there, so I like uh, hearing what people have to say. And any questions, throw them my way. I'll try to answer them. And um, I'll be watching on Sunday. I can't wait to see how it all goes down. That track is, like you said, it's just, it's always entertaining. It's a great race. And we've seen how many times now where the actual winner of the race wins the championship. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And to know that that's not going to be the finale any longer. So um, we'll be back at Homestead in March and it'll be on our air NASCAR on Fox. Wow. It's going to be exciting stuff. We'll all be there watching, of course, paying attention to all the cool stuff going on in the world of Jamie Little. Let you get back to it. And uh, thanks for jumping on the show today. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. It's always fun to chat.